Hi, everyone. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and that you were able to wear your special Thanksgiving pants and pack your bellies full of whatever it is you like to eat on Thanksgiving. Now, as a reminder, I'm not here to lecture you and tell you how to be and that you should be thankful for all you have and all of that. You've probably already heard a lot of that over the last couple of days. So I'm not going to pound that into the sand. But in today's episode, I am going to talk about how focusing on the positive over the negative can help your health, how gratitude is linked to improved heart health, sleep, and well-being, and how it can also improve job satisfaction and the way you deal with stress. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. I recently read an article where Sarah Kopelvich, assistant professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at the University of Washington School of Medicine, stated that we can really facilitate both mental and physical health by shifting our focus to positive experiences and emotions. She goes on to talk about five science-backed ways that gratitude benefits your body, your mind, and your life. And I'd like to share those with you right now. Number one, enjoy a stronger sense of well-being. According to the research, experiencing gratitude from helping others and appreciating the positive things in your life can make you a happier person by acting as a counterweight to anxiety and depression. And let's think about that for a minute. What exactly uh, does anxiety and depression involve? Worrying about what's happened in the past or what may happen in the future is a telltale sign of anxiety. And maybe that's why dogs seem so happy. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Dog Whisper lately, but there are, he, Caesar's always talking about uh, how dogs live in the moment. So that could be a great indicator. But anyway, when it comes to depression, people are more focused on the negative elements of any given situation. So when it comes to anxiety, worrying about the past or the future, and depression, being more focused on the negative elements of the current situation, those working together are just a recipe for disaster. So by focusing on the positive elements in your life, the things that you're grateful for you're shifting your frame of mind. Kopelvich goes on to say that it can be extremely challenging to train your brain 
to be aware of the positives in the world when you're anxious or depressed, and rightfully so, right? Uh, she also says that, that being said, we have more and more evidence that the practice of gratitude can both make someone less vulnerable to distress and it can predict greater psychological well-being. Now, this may seem obvious once you hear it said out loud, but sometimes we need to hear it before it clicks. When going through uh, paramedic school, when reading my textbook and studying, I would read out loud to myself to add in an element of sensory reception. So uh, if I was finding myself rereading the same sentence or paragraph over and over again, I would stop, I would read it out loud, and it would click. Something would click, it would make more sense to me. So that's why I think it's important to hear these things spoken out loud. It really helped me, and now I'm constantly reading out loud to myself as to better grasp uh, understanding of new things. So number two, have a healthier heart. I don't know if any of you out there keep a journal, but personally I do. I write down things that I'm dealing with. I write down accomplishments and how I feel about those accomplishments. I write down new things I learn, and I also write down things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes I write down my failures. Uh, so I can learn and identify those things that I can change up so that I can be successful the next time I attempt it. Um, anyway, it turns out that according to a different study, the practice of acknowledging what you're grateful for and writing it down could be good for your heart. Listen to this. In a 2015 study, researchers recruited 186 patients who were diagnosed with heart failure who weren't experiencing symptoms like shortness of breath or fatigue and had them complete a set of psychological questionnaires. And they found that gratitude was associated with less inflammation, which is a huge factor in speeding up the progression of heart failure. And to take it a step further, the researchers wanted to see what would happen if these folks kept gratitude journals. So writing it down, uh, writing down what they're thankful for, for every day for eight weeks straight. As a result, those who made a conscious effort to track their gratitude in a journal had not only reduced inflammation, but stronger and healthier heart rhythms. It's crazy, right? I'm always fascinated by the mind's power over the body, and I think this is a perfect example of that. Uh, it was reported that the participants also slept better, and this could be due to their minds being rested and not worried and focused on the past or the future, but rather in the present, focusing on the things that they're grateful for now, Kopovich says that the link between gratitude and physical health is not likely a straight line, but gratitude certainly seems to be functioning in a productive fashion. Number three, love your job. According to a recent study from the University of Washington, feeling appreciated at work leads to improved job satisfaction and quality of life. Now, we don't really need a study to know that. Again, it seems obvious, but I wanted to validate that feeling that we may sometimes have. I know that we as firefighters and EMS workers don't necessarily do this job for the gratitude of the people that we serve. We do it because, for whatever reason, we feel called to this profession. For me, I like the physical and mental challenge of it, but I also like the fact that I'm equipped to help people in multiple different ways on what could be the worst day of their life. However, it's nice to be appreciated by the people we serve, right? But what I find a special kind of value in is when the administrators of the organization, uh, you know, our supervisors, our chiefs, and our, our captains and whatnot, uh, openly show their appreciation instead of 
writing off my efforts as a status quo, or this is just something we do. Um, the researchers of that study that I just mentioned looked at things like appreciation programs and just how much of an effect administrators and supervisors have on job satisfaction. What they found is that even small acts of gratitude could have a trickle-down effect, which has an effect on the overall morale of the entire organization. They go on to further say that these gratitude events led to more persistent gratitude where individuals felt grateful, eventually leading to collective gratitude within the organization. One example they gave on how gratitude at work is helpful is that in one study, receiving a thank you note from a manager boosted work performance by 50%. Number four, better sleep. We could all use better sleep, right? Um, we do shift work, and so our sleep habits are screwed up as it is, and so anything that helps us get better sleep is awesome. How often are you trying to get to sleep, and then your brain does one of these? Oh, I, I see you're trying to sleep. May I offer you a selection of your worst memories over the last 10 years? <laughs> and again, it may seem obvious, but a study out of the UK discovered that if you focus on the good, it will help you get more sleep. For this study, researchers measured gratitude by asking people how strongly they agree or disagree with phrases like, I have so much in life to be thankful for, I'm grateful to a wide variety of people, and when I look at the world, I don't see much to be grateful for. Those who rated higher for gratitude were able to fall asleep faster and had greater sleep quality and duration. This caused them to be more alert and more productive during the following day. Last but not least, learn to cope with stress. Sarah Kopovich says that how you deal with stress can have a big impact on your well-being. Again, I know this seems pretty obvious, but she's done her homework and she has the science to back up these claims. No matter how obvious they may seem, it's nice to have the credibility to back these things up. And her research shows that the psychological resources to cope with stress in a more productive way are much more prevalent in people who are grateful. In one study, people who practiced gratitude were more likely to cope with stress by seeking help from others. They were also more likely to cope with stress by looking for the positive in negative events and actively coping and planning. On the other hand, people who didn't take time to be conscious in their efforts were more likely to deal with stress by disengaging, blaming themselves, using substances, or being in denial. Any of this sound familiar? I know it does to me. These are telltale signs and all elements of behaviors that are a result of poor mental health in the fire service specifically. We deal with this kind of crap all the time. So anything I can give you guys, or anything that I can learn about that, that helps facilitate us away from those behaviors, I'm going to provide you guys. By making a conscious effort to be grateful for the things in our lives, we help fortify ourselves against those thoughts and behaviors that would tear us down. And I've mentioned this before, but in addition to journaling, whenever I find myself ruminating on the negative, I immediately state three positives in my life that I can think of right then. It's a practice that I've done for years, and it's gotten to the point where it's, it's pretty much automatic now. When I first started doing this, uh, it took effort and sometimes I was in such a negative rut that I felt stupid doing it or I just didn't want to do it. I had to literally force myself to do it in some cases. But the more that I did it, the better I got at it. 
And not only that, it's now become a subconscious habit to where when a negative thought pops up, my brain is trained to immediately search for three positives. And it happens so fast now that I'm sometimes taken by surprise. It may seem like a simple thing, but for some, practicing gratitude in real life can be even harder than making it to the gym. A lot of the time, we just simply don't think to actively do it. Start small, and don't make this something that you beat yourself up for if you find yourself slipping. A conscious practice of expressing gratitude in the moment will provide immediate countermeasures to feelings of anxiety and depression. Remember, being conscious in our efforts takes time and practice, and just like exercising or learning anything new, it takes conscious consistency over time. But know this, whether you write what you're thankful for in a journal, acknowledge a coworker's hard work, or show appreciation for your loved ones at the Thanksgiving table, know that it's good for your mental health and physical health in more ways than one. I've created a perfect tool to help you become more conscious in your efforts of being grateful. It's called 12 Days of Kaizen. If you're unfamiliar with what Kaizen is, it's the Japanese term for continual improvement. I'll place a link to that in the show notes so you can download it, print it out, and spend some time challenging yourself in order to become a more consciously self-aware and more grateful person. I mentioned a couple studies in this episode, and I'll leave the links to those in the show notes as well. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Please subscribe and share. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you'd like. I'm building this community for us. One way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. We're brothers and sisters and we need to do what we can to rebuild the brotherhood that attracted us to the profession in the first place. The only way this is going to happen is through open and honest communication. As we openly talk about things and ask tough questions, we give our brothers and sisters the power to do the same. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.